Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting Podcast, your specialist pod for punting on the championship. Last season we just about managed to spin a profit, tipping some FDR winners along the way. We told you about Barnsley to go down at 10-1 to and we thought that record-breaking Mitrovic was too big at 25s to be bagging hat-tricks amongst others. Um, I think it's fair to say we missed the start of the season but we are back for another campaign and for the remainder of the season it'll be me, uh, Jimmy Cantrell aka Jimmy the Punt and I'll be joined by Matthew O'Regan, tipster. How are you sir? Yeah I'm great Jimmy, thanks for having me on here. Yeah no worries pal, no worries. So the championship is tight, it's been a clustered start. Games in hand make it a bit skewed at the top but 16, 17 games in uh, and only three points separate the top three, five points separate fourth to thirteenth, and only three points separate Sunderland and fourteenth to Coventry, who are currently the wrong side of the dotted lines. What have you made to the start in the second tier? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I like it. It's been some exciting managers cut like uh, appear like Bill, Martin. They're they're, they're coming out of nowhere, becoming good mm. managers. And yeah, as you said, it's tight and it's anyone's league this season, and long may it continue. Yeah, I've got to say it's. Uh, Anyone can beat anyone, always, always the case, but it seems especially tight and I'm really enjoying it. Because we, uh, looking at the league table last week, it's, com- it's completely changed since yeah. then. Exciting. So, welcome to the second tier betting. What we're going to do is give you our free best bets for the championship this weekend. Hopefully bringing you some winners. We've even got a new feature in, slipped into the end that I think you'll like. But before we get into it, it's important to remember that you must gamble responsibly. So when the fun stops, please make sure you stop, as always. So, straight into it. Matthew, what's your nap for the championship action this coming weekend? Uh, yeah, it's Bristol City-Swansea over 2.5 goals, which you can get at evens with William Hill. Bristol City, always a team I back for goals. Uh, the last two home games I've seen over 2.5 versus Millwall and Preston. And as we know, Preston games don't see many goals. So for Bristol City to be able to manage over 2.5 against Preston's no mean feat. Uh, they got the second worst defence in the league and the third best attack. Over 2.5 goals has landed for them, the second most in the league, just behind Hull, who got very leaky defence. And in attack, they've got players such as Conway, Semenu, Vyman, so they can get goals from anywhere. And then Swansea are sixth for over 2.5 goals. Six of their last seven have seen over 2.5 goals with the game against Cardiff, where the red card probably killed the chance of that. In this time, they've averaged 3.5 goals in their games this time. In general, it's 2.75 goals a game. And yeah, they've got goals everywhere. Even without Joel Peru, they've scored five in the last two. So I think I can see both teams getting on the score sheet and they're being over 2.5 goals. But to play it safe, over 2.5 goals at evens with William Hill. Yeah, my eyebrows raised when I saw the price at even money when you sent me that earlier. I just loaded it then. Um, Bristol last season, uh, seventh most goals scored in the division outside the uh, the top six and they shipped 77 which was the third most so goals are just absolutely synonymous with the uh, with Bristol City down south so my nap is I've gone similar goals both teams to score in West Brom's game against Sheffield United at 4-5 to five with 3-6-5 it's 4-5 to five generally actually that's in the early kickoff on Saturday there's uh, there's a bit of a gulf in the price between bookies I've seen it as short as 7-10 to 10 elsewhere which I thought was intriguing um, Sheffield United's successful stint under Heckingbottom was largely built on a solid defence since he took the reins they, they've actually conceded the fewest go- goals in the championship, keeping a clean sheet in roughly 51% of the 42 games he's taken charge of. Um, however, I think 
Jaden Bogle, Ender Stevens, Kieran Clark, Jack O'Connell, Max Lowe, keeper Wes Fodringham, and Reese Norrington Davis are all set to miss the, miss the match with Knox and long term injuries and uh, Fodringham suspended. And um, the Blades are currently throwing a bit of a wobbler, I think, winless in the last six, conceded in each of those, which uh, includes nine in the last four, which is just completely out of uh, character and goes against the, the sort of the trend of the Hecking Bottom era. Um, they were 2 0 down, two goals down inside 10 minutes versus Norwich, much of uh, which they were doing the first goal, I think it was, cannoned off Pookie, uh, Pookie from um, Davis, who tried to clear the ball. So, errors slipping into the into the uh, the Blades game now. Uh, they travelled to the Hawthorns um, to face the Baggies in the first game of the Carlos Coburn era. Uh, so, it's obviously a new Supremo. Many of the West Brom players will be playing with a point to prove after. Let's face it, it's fairly um, subpar. A uh, couple of uh, couple of seasons under the the predecessors, um, that there was a wasteful nature was a feature of the Steve of Steve Bruce's tenor with the uh, with Saturday's house often underperforming their XG tally, uh, which is surprising given the quality of the squad. But so that is one thing to consider here. But uh, I think. Uh, Four to five, so one point eight. Both teams to score. Given the way that Sheffield United have been going, and given West Brom's potential, I think uh, it's a nice way in to the early kickoff in the Hawthorns. So on to next best selection. Uh, selection, Matthew. What have you got? I've gone for a Millwall win away at Huddersfield at two point four. Uh, can get slightly better price elsewhere, but I'm backing with Bet three six five for the early payout in case they throw a wobbler. Mm. But yeah. Uh, Huddersfield are bottom. They've only got five points from their last six. In their last seven, I've noticed they've only gone above one XG in one of these, and that was at home to Hull, who have the leakiest defence in the league. The form's been really ropey. The manager, I don't know, I'm not sure on him. He seems to be calling out a lot of players, and I don't think yeah. they're buying into his ethos. So I think it's just a bit of a mess there. And uh, Mill have been in amazing form since change of formation. Uh, in the five games they've played for at the back, well, the last five, they're unbeaten in these and they've won the last four, scoring two plus in all of these. And these were against teams like Borough, West Brom, Watford, who all may not be having the best seasons, but they're all very good teams on paper. Tom Bradshaw and Zion Fleming have been in really good form and I, f- I can see them putting Huddersfield to the sword on Saturday. Yeah, I, I was really considering uh, a similar bet with uh, Backy Millwall. The only thing that put me off was that they're away form, but like I say, since they switched to a back four, they've just... They just absolutely took off, aren't they? And uh, real quality. It's always, it's always, uh, it's always a sign of. Um, uh, it's always the sign of a, of a, a bit of an unsettled squad when the manager's publicly calling out the players, and it never really. Gets yeah, a good reaction, he called so. out um, the centre back. He called him the Japanese centre back. He didn't <laughs> even call him by his name. So he's obviously, he's obviously not making many friends there either. Like. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to get you many wins, is it? That's not going to get you no. the squad on side. No, yeah, so uh, Millwall, your next best. My next best is Watford to win at Wigan. That's at 29-20 to 20, uh, with Ladbrokes and Coral. Now, my first impressions was this is a big prize for uh, a, a recently relegated side against a newly promoted side, regardless of of um, form or the venue. And uh, obviously there is arguments against like there is arguments like justifying this price um, with this being the most contested championship campaign at this stage in a long time however I don't think this is a price that can be scoffed at 
no disrespect, but there is a huge chasm in pedigree of the squad. The visitors' uh, ranks are littered with internationals, not least Ismail Saar, who's who was linked with some of the EPL's top clubs not too many moons ago. Wigan's squad is comparatively meek. The Latics also come into this in poor form. They did make a strong start, only losing one of their first eight games, but in the eight games since, they've lost um, six, I think, uh, including three on the spin. Uh, the Hornets, especially under uh, Billich, have sort of been inconsistent, and it's made it's made their overall the 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 sort of the results hard to decipher. They've uh, won three and lost three of the last six, with three defeats with the three defeats sandwiched in between two four 0 victories, one over Stoke, and one over local rival rivals Luton most recently. One thing those emphatic victories do highlight is that when Billich's men are on song, they can cause some serious damage to some of the best sides in the league. So, um, yeah, so just some things to consider for the uh, for Watford. Uh, most importantly for this angle, though, is the fact that Wigan's players are not getting paid their wages. That's the third time this has happened, and it's been said to leave the squad cons- uh, considering their future. Now, obviously, this is an unwelcome distraction ahead of a league match. And it's surely gonna leave some questioning. Some of the Wigan players questioning their motives. Don't matter what job you're in or what level of football you are. If you're not getting paid, you, your mind's gonna be elsewhere, uh, leading up to the game and even for someone on the pitch. So, I just thought, all things considered, the uh, the golfing quality, uh, budget, and obviously what's going on behind the scenes at Wigan. I thought Watford's price of uh, just under 2.5 to beat Wigan was uh, too big. Now. On to the long shot section, Matthew. What you got? Uh, adding to your point against uh, about Wigan, I'm backing Ismail Assar at three to one with Bet three six five to score, which I think's a mega prize for on his day the best player in the league. Um, mm. He's fresh off scoring against the arch rivals Luton, so his confidence will be sky high. On top of that, he's got five goals and twelve starts this season. It also helps. Um, Having Keenan Davis up front, a big target man who will bring others into play and bring runners like Pedro, um, Sema, Saar into play. And I think Saar's got the clinical nature in him to bag against the leaky defence. Wigan, yeah, as I said, Wigan got the fourth worst defensive record in the league. And I think three to one for a player as good as Saar playing in this league against a defensive poor is a price too big to be sniffed at. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember when you told me he was three to one any time against Wigan? Yeah, I was like, "Yep." I just loaded bet three six five straight up and got on it. Absolutely outrageous price. My long shot comes from the Friday night clash at St Andrews between Birmingham and QPR, and I've gone for Hallibull Medbury to be carded at sixteen to five with Bet Victor and. Parry. Uh, first things first, Tim Robson takes charge and he's very favourable. On the cards on the cards front, dishing out forty one yellows and two reds and the ten championship games he's taken charge of so far this season. It's worth pointing out this game's obviously going to be televised because it's Friday night and Robertson brandished seven bookings in his last T V appearances, so clearly doesn't mind the big stage. Now onto the player. I just think his price is too large. Uh he's he is uh, a bit shorter elsewhere at five to two, but based on what we've seen already, I- I'd have him potentially shorter than that, around two to one. Uh, yeah, put him in the sort of Gus Hamer ilk. He's got a, an edge that just primes him for cards. He plays with a real aggression, despite only starting three games for the Blues. He's got two cards. Um, 
in in the 68 minutes he played in the Premier League last season for Man United, he got two cards, which is also a bit nuts. At youth level, last season he was carded in half of his 10 appearances, and the season before he notched up seven bookings and was sent off twice in 20 appearances. So the proof's in the pudding, no matter what level, what league, um, he's just an angry man and he's going to get booked. He was... Um, Hannibal Medjbu was less uh, rested in Birmingham's defeat at Blackburn last weekend, but he did play the previous three games. So I think he's going to come back into the fold on Friday evening. But just be wary that he, he, he had he was he was uh, dropped on Saturday, so he might not start here. But all things considered, I think the favourable ref for cards combined with a, a player who clearly is not afraid to get stuck in just makes the sixteen to five available too big now. We're going to introduce um, a bit of a new section because uh, Matthew's got some big, big prices that I just thought we both thought were just too, too good looking. I've to got, I've got impressed on my first, first outing, so I've got to go big. <laughs> Absolutely. So, do you want to take it away? Yeah, I'll go with a slightly shorter price first, ninety to one with Bet Three Six Five. It's uh, goal scorer treble, uh, Zian Fleming from Millwall against Huddersfield. Oliver Cooper for Swansea against Bristol City and Ismail Asar, as I mentioned earlier, for a goal against Wigan. And that all three of them come in at 90-1. to 1. So you've got uh, Fleming, who's got five goals and ten starts for Millwall. Again, we've already spoken about um, how poor Huddersfield are when mm. I was talking about Millwall. So I've, if Millwall are to score, I fancy it to be Fleming or Bradshaw, but Fleming's a better price. And then Saar, as I said, too good for this league. Five goals and 12 starts against a poor Wigan. And then Cooper... He's got he's uh, got three goals in his last three starts and got a goal obviously on the weekend against arch rivals Cardiff. Since uh, Joel Peru has been suspended, he will be suspended again. Cooper's had a bit more advanced role and he's the onus is on him to score. And I think against a leaky Bristol City side, his prize five to one on its own is too big to ignore. But I'm going to go ninety to one goal treble for them three. Honestly, that prize is insane. Uh, I love that so much, especially um, the SAR selection. Really exciting, and it'll certainly provide some interest for the weekend. But you're not done there, are you? You've got another one for us. Got a measly 624 <laughs> to 1 double here. Double, double. Uh, it's again going along similar themes. It's the first part of the doubles, 25 to 1. It's SAR to score any time, and Keenan Davis to be carded in the Watford Wigan. Obviously, I'm not going to bore you with all the stats about SAR and Wigan again, but. For Keenan Davis, he has two cards in six starts this season. Both of them coming in his last two. Season before at Forest, he had five cards in 14 starts. And an interesting stat I saw, I don't know why I, I haven't seen much of Wigan, but eight strikers or eight forwards have seemed to be booked versus Wigan this year. So obviously I don't know whether the centre-backs wind them up or it's just something happens. But yeah, with a striker who likes a card against centre-backs who, like who like to draw cards, I think Price is too big. And then the second part of the double is 23-1. to 1, And it's from the Huddersfield Mill game, again, that I've mentioned. It's Fleming to score from outside the box and David Kasumu to uh, to be carded. Obviously, I've mentioned Fleming to score, but he averages 2.3 shots from outside the box per game, so he'd shoot from anywhere. Of his five goals, two of these have been from the outside the box. He's on free kicks as well, so... If, um, any free kicks in around the area he'll take and I'll, bag it, I'll, I'll back him to score. And Kasumu is just, as you said with Hannibal earlier, it's just mental for cards. This season he started seven, he's got four cards. 
Last season, he started 12, got 8 cards. Season before, he started 20, got 13 cards. Season before, he started 14 and got 5 cards. So in 53 starts, in the last 4 years, he's got 30, 30 yellow cards, which That's I think... insane. Yeah, less than 1 in 2. And he's 2-1 to one with Bet365 or 4.33 with Bet Victor. But yeah, so I'm going to add him in in that double, 23-1. to one. Um, So the bet altogether, 624-1. to one. Um... Wigan Watford start to score any time and Keenan Davis card and I'm doubling that with Zian Fleming to score from outside the box and David Casimu to be booked at 23 to 1 in the Huddersfield Millwall yep let's get the bets <laughs> on that's insane the um, yeah a couple of things the, the pattern with the Wigan centre back is really interesting I didn't have I, I, I don't know why it was I'm going to have to watch more Wigan games but yeah, yeah me too but um, Keenan Davis certainly yeah, I've watched him a few times I've, I've never seen a player like it, he's so he's, strong he just yeah. he's like yeah he's like a Mitrovic light he just bullies defenders but obviously that gets him in trouble a few times but Do what, yeah because he, he he's like Mitrovic but another level because John Egan had when I watched United v Fulham John Egan had Mitrovic sort of numbered marked but Keenan Davis absolutely bullied yeah. him he bullied him he's powerful right <laughs> so before we go um, Matthew can you recap your bets including your two <coughs> Chunky long shots, please. Yep, so the nap is Bristol City Swansea over 2.5 goals, which is evens with William Hill. Next best, Mill to win at 2.4 with Bet365. I said earlier that you could get, probably get better prices if you shop about, but if you want the security of an early payout, go with Bet365. The long shots is Mail Sarge to score 3 to 1 with Bet365. And then the long, long shots, as we call them, Fleming Cooper Sar goal treble at 90 to 1 with Bet365. And then 624 to 1. Sar to score any time and Keenan Davis cards doubled with Fleming to score from outside the box and David Casamu to be booked. Magic. Yeah, that goal score treble is really good. Yeah, my um, bets for the championship action this weekend, I've gone with both teams to score in West Brom's game against Sheffield United on Saturday. That's at 4-5. to five. And then I've gone for Watford to beat Wigan. Uh, that is at 29 to 20 with Vlad Brooks and Coral. Um, my long shot comes from Friday night's game between Birmingham and QPR, and it's Hall- Hall- Hannibal Medbury to be carded, and that's at 16 to 5 with Beck Victor. So it's good to be back. I hope you've enjoyed the first episode, the belated first episode of the Second Tier Betting Podcast. We'll be back most Thursdays or Fridays giving you tips for the weekend. Best of luck for your bets this coming weekend and hope to see you next week.